When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time to take a look at the best dividend aristocrats for November. We are in the last week of October now, and the month looks to be a solid one for the aristocrats, following a very poor showing from the index in September. Noble, the dividend aristocrat ETF, lost 5.69% in September. That was the fourth worst month for the ETF during its 95-month existence. The three worst months for Noble were December of 2018, when the ETF lost 7.93%, and February and March of 2020, when the ETF lost 8.63%, and 13.74% respectively. September has all but killed any hope the ETF has at setting a record during this year. Through the first 9 months of 2021, Noble is up 12.38%, which is by no means a poor return. But during its best year, 2019, the fund was up 19.5% at this point, and it finished the year with 3 months of solid positive returns. We would need one heck of a final quarter to push this 12.38% return past 26.94% to set a new annual record. However, aside from 2019, Noble is still having the best 9-month return in its history this year, and October is looking very good thus far. Not quite good enough to erase September's losses, but we still have this week to push that return even higher. Enough about the past, let's look forward to the future now. In this episode, I'll give you an update on the final September performance for all three of my strategies. We will take a look at how the buy and hold portfolios are faring. And most importantly, I have already updated all the data and will be picking the best dividend aristocrats for November for each strategy. Let's get going with strategy number one, which is the most undervalued strategy, based on dividend yield theory. Here we are selecting the 10 most undervalued dividend aristocrats each month, and we are doing it by comparing the current dividend yield of each aristocrat to its trailing dividend yield. If the current dividend yield is higher than the trailing dividend yield, a stock is potentially undervalued, and vice versa. I'm using a 4-year trailing dividend yield for my comparison, that can be found on SeekingAlpha.com. Let's do a quick recap of September and October before we make the November selections. Our 10 selections for the month of September were Atmos Energy, Cardinal Health, Clorox, Chevron, Comed, General Dynamics, Hormel, AT&T, Walgreens, and Exxon. And the average return for these 10 aristocrats in September was minus 2.78%, a cool 2.91% better than the Noble ETF. That's a pretty solid defensive month for this approach, and one that can be expected from a valuation strategy. The drivers of Alpha in September were Chevron with a positive 4.84% return, and Exxon with a positive 7.89% return. Five additional selections beat Noble during the month. Cardinal Health lost 4.84%, Clorox lost 1.45%, Comet lost 3.79%, General Dynamics lost 2.14%, and AT&T lost 1.5%. If you recall, Noble lost 5.69%, so each of these five aristocrats offered Alpha over the fund. The final three selections underperformed Noble. Atmos Energy lost 9.55%, Hormel lost 9.97%, and Walgreens lost 7.29%. It's hard to pick only winners each month, but overall I think the strategy performed quite well in September. A buy and hold approach for this strategy performed a little worse in September, losing 2.99%. It's still a nice win over Noble for the month, and I think in the long run, the buy and hold approach will beat the individual monthly selections. Let me give you a quick update on how the October selections are doing thus far. This is based on the preliminary price data through October 22nd, so it's a rough estimate of where we are with one week to go in the month. The Noble ETF is up 5.34% for the month thus far, 
almost recovering the entire 5.69% loss from September. If we have another solid week, I think we can expect a full recovery. The 10 most undervalued aristocrats for October are up only 3.47% thus far. That's 1.88% worse than Noble. Quite a large gap to make up in one week. I think we are going to finish behind the ETF this month. Three of our selections are beating Noble thus far. Atmos Energy is up 6.62%. Chevron is up 11.19%. And VF Corporation is up 5.6%. Five of our picks are having a decent month, but not quite as good as Noble. AbV is up 2.38%. Comet is up 4.82%. Hormel is up 3.06%. 3M is up 3.07%. And Walgreens is up 4.14%. And the final two selections are the main cause of underperformance. Clorox is down 2.52%, and AT&T is down 3.7%. It'll be interesting to see if the gap can narrow in this upcoming week, and perhaps if the buy-and-hold portfolio will finish the month with a better return. A total of 14 unique aristocrats are included in the buy-and-hold portfolio through October, so a good portion of its return will be driven by the four aristocrats that were not part of the October selections. Let's take a look at what changes we have for the month of November. There are a total of 20 aristocrats that are potentially undervalued right now, based on dividend yield theory but I am only interested in the 10 most undervalued aristocrats. The selections for November are MCOR, that's about 16% undervalued. Atmos Energy, that's about 18% undervalued. Cardinal Health, that's about 8% undervalued. Clorox, that's about 16% undervalued. Comed, that's about 9% undervalued. Hormel, that's about 17% undervalued. McCormick & Company, that's about 10% undervalued. AT&T, that's about 21% undervalued. VF Corporation, that's about 13% undervalued and Walgreens, that's about 16% undervalued. So AbV, Chevron, and 3M from the October list are out, and they are replaced by Amcor, Cardinal Health, and McCormick. You may think that three changes in the list of 10 stocks is a pretty high turnover in the month. And you're right, but a high turnover is expected, and even desired under the strategy. We are looking to pick up shares of these aristocrats while they are potentially undervalued. And if they give us solid returns, they will no longer be as good of a deal based on valuation. So we will move on to potentially more undervalued aristocrats instead. I personally think a buy-and-hold approach to this strategy is ideal. Dividend aristocrats are solid companies that you can hold on to for a very long period of time. And ideally you want to move into these positions when the valuation is right. There's no guarantee that undervalued stocks will offer better returns in the future. And it can take some time before you can see the full results. Some stocks move into undervalued territory and bounce right back. But others take a long time to bounce back, and some may never recover. Let's move on to strategy number two, which is based on the highest expected future return. Here we are partially ignoring valuation and focusing on the 10 aristocrats that have the best forward expected growth rate today. The reason I said we are partially ignoring valuation is because while I am looking at future expected returns, I am factoring the current valuation into the equation. The way it works is I take the analyst's forecasted earnings per share growth rate for the next 5 years, and I combine it with a 5-year return to fair valuation. So if a stock is undervalued, it gets a boost to its expected growth rate. And if a stock is overvalued, its expected growth rate is adjusted accordingly. In August, this strategy had the best return of my three strategies, with a 5.21% return, compared to 1.87% for Noble. The selections for September remained unchanged from August, and the strategy beat Noble, but not the most undervalued strategy. Strategy number two finished September with a 4.37% loss, that was 1.32% better than Noble. The main drivers of Alpha in September were McDonald's with a 1.54% return, and People's United with a 6.33% return. The rest of the September selections were a mixed bag, with a few pretty bad apples. Nucor, for example, lost 15.88% in September, and VF Corporation lost 11.8%. But even with these two terrible returns, the strategy managed to outperform Noble. The buy-and-hold portfolio performed a little worse in September, losing 4.42%, 
That was only 1.27% better than Noble. Let's take a quick look at how the strategy is faring in October thus far. I'll go through each of the 10 selections for October and give you the preliminary return for the month. First up we have Caterpillar with a 4.52% return. Chubb with an 8.43% return. IBM is losing 7.95%. Illinois Toolworks is up 8.68%. Lowe's is up 13.17%. McDonald's is down 1.11%. Nucor is up 3.9%. Stanley Black & Decker is up 7.29%. Cisco is up 0.23%. And VF Corporation is up 5.6%. The combined return for all 10 aristocrats is 4.28%, compared to 5.34% for Noble. So strategy 2 is doing better than the most undervalued strategy, but still losing to Noble by 1.02%. That's a pretty large gap to bridge in the final week of the month, but crazier things have happened in the stock market. If I were to guess, I think we will see strategy 2 have its first loss to Noble this month. Let's take a look at the top 10 aristocrats for this strategy for November. First up we have Caterpillar, with about a 28% expected growth rate. Chubb with about a 22% growth rate. IBM with about a 17% growth rate. Illinois Toolworks with about a 14% growth rate. Lindy PLC with about a 15% growth rate. Lowe's with about a 14% growth rate. McDonald's with about a 20% growth rate. Nucor with about a 22% growth rate. Cisco with about a 53% growth rate. And VF Corporation with about a 48% growth rate. So we have one change in November. Stanley Black & Decker is replaced by Lindy PLC. I'd also like to point out that these expected growth rates are just assumptions. It's unlikely that any of these aristocrats can or will hit these assumptions. The strategy is based on the correlation that higher earnings growth has led to better than average returns in the past. This hasn't worked for every stock every time, but when analyzed over a larger sample size, a correlation does exist. My theory is that dividend aristocrats that are poised for faster earnings growth may offer better future returns. And finally, strategy number three is a blend of the first two strategies. Here I am looking at the dividend aristocrats with the highest expected growth rates, but only amongst the potentially undervalued aristocrats. Let's do a quick recap of September and October, and then I'll make the November selections. This strategy finished the month of September with a 3.4% loss, that was 2.29% better than Noble's return. This return places the strategy right in between the most undervalued strategy and the highest expected growth strategy. The drivers of Alpha in September were People's United with a 6.33% gain, and Exxon with a 7.89% gain. There were a total of 4 changes in the strategy for the month of October. Let me give you a sneak peek at how the 10 selections for October are doing thus far. First up we have A.O. Smith with a 9.32% gain. Air Products and Chemicals with a 13.71% gain. Atmos Energy with a 6.62% gain. Becton Dickinson with a 0.52% gain. General Dynamics with a 7.49% gain. Hormel with a 3.06% gain. IBM with a 7.95% loss. 3M with a 3.07% gain. VF Corporation with a 5.6% gain. And Walgreens with a 4.14% gain. Collectively, the strategy is up 4.56% thus far in October, placing it 0.79% behind the return for Noble. The blended strategy is doing the best in October thus far, even though all three strategies are trailing Noble. Like I mentioned earlier, we have one more week to go, and things can change, but even this 79 basis point gap is quite wide, and will be hard to bridge in a week. The buy and hold portfolio for the blended strategy lost 3.42% in September, which is 0.02% worse than the monthly return for the strategy. Let's see what changes, if any, are in store for November. There are a total of 20 potentially undervalued aristocrats for us to choose from. And the 10 aristocrats with the highest expected growth rate that are also undervalued are Amcor with about a 9% growth rate, A.O. Smith with about a 9% growth rate, Atmos Energy with about a 12% growth rate, Becton Dickinson with about an 11% growth rate, 
Cardinal Health with about an 8% growth rate, Hormel with about an 11% growth rate, IBM with about a 17% growth rate, 3M with about a 10% growth rate, Cisco with about a 53% growth rate, and VF Corporation with about a 48% growth rate. So air products and chemicals on general dynamics drop off from this strategy and are replaced by Amcor and Cardinal Health. I started tracking these three strategies in August of 2021. So as of right now, I have two full months of data, plus a partial return for October. After the full two months, the highest expected growth rate strategy is doing the best, with a 0.52% return. The blended strategy is in second place, with a loss of 0.85%. The most undervalued aristocrats are in third place, with a loss of 2.31%. And all three strategies are ahead of Noble, that has a loss of 3.93% over the same time period. Including the partial October return, Noble is up 1.21%. The most undervalued aristocrats slide behind Noble with a return of 1.08%. The blended strategy is up 3.67%, and the highest expected growth rate strategy is up 4.82%. It's a relatively short period of time to review, but I think all three strategies are doing nicely. It'll take time to see if they all work out, and can offer alpha over Noble. Especially the most undervalued approach, that will take the longest to see the real impact of targeting a pure valuation strategy. I do not expect that these strategies will consistently beat Noble every month. But I do expect that over a longer period of time, like the next year or five years, they will offer alpha. In theory, all strategies have merit, but theoretical and actual returns are not the same thing. Thank you for joining me today. If you'd like to consume this content in a video format, you are welcome to visit my YouTube channel. Just search for Long Acres Finance on YouTube and you'll find more of me. If you'd like to reach me directly, you can do so by emailing me at longacresfinance at gmail.com. If you would like to support this channel, you can do so on Patreon and unlock the additional benefits offered there. Thank you for being here and have a wonderful day.